The Disgraceful Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians past, present and future of the Awabakal land which we record our podcast on. This podcast may contain triggering content for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast may contain triggering content for some of our listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Sarah and I'm Georgie and you're listening to the disgraceful podcast this week we're kicking off a new series of ours the breakup series yeah so we're going to be doing before the breakup during the breakup and after the breakup I feel like we could make a million episodes but yeah. it'll be a nice little series we're going to do because yeah. um we've both gone through some pretty gnarly breakups but I feel like before we get into that we should hit up our disgraces of the week yeah 100% um I'll go first. My disgrace of the week, um, it actually happened this morning. I woke up and I was about to get dressed and I was like, oh, no, shit, I left my washing on the line last night because I got home. the most boring disgrace no. I've ever heard. Well, I'm sorry. I was – I looked <laughs> outside and it had rained and I was like, that is all my good clothes. So I'm currently wearing, like, a nice dress, but I was like, I don't know what to wear to work. I almost cried. I was, like, pulling everything out of my wardrobe because I was like, this is so ugly. I look like shit. Eh, eh, because all my good clothes were stuck on the line wet. So I'm sorry, but I'm pretty rolled up about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I feel like we've all been there. Yeah, we all have, but it was just annoying. I'm a sneaky, lazy, use the dryer when no one's looking. Yeah, well, mum said she'd tax me if I used the dryer. And yesterday was a, such a good drying day. Oh, I'm such an adult now. That's disgusting. But then it rained. <laughs> um, well, my disgrace of the week is I'm trying to take better care of myself. Um, so I've had a bit of an iffy menti health week. So today I'm going to a birthday lunch sober, which if anyone knows me, I'm usually the life of the party, the drunkest. But you like? The wildest. Oh, like I have the personality yeah. that's fine. Yeah, you literally are fine sober. Imagine it's like I can only hang out with you when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just like, I feel like I'm becoming boring because I'm actually taking care of myself and not just living You're not in boring. Chaos. You are still chaotic, but in your own way. Yeah, I feel like I naturally am. Yeah, so am I, which is why this podcast this is, is in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so... Let's get into it. Firstly, I think Sarah and I want to just preface that we're not giving advice here for people that are in relationships that are toxic, toxic or, uh, dangerous, abusive, dangerous, anything like that. This is about, I mean, maybe toxic. <laughs> we're, we're, these are probably the breakups we've had in the recent years have been toxic, toxic ones. Um, so I don't know. It's more that we're not giving advice to people who... Uh, in a dangerous situation, um, that are in an unhealthy situation, yep. abuse, there's a danger to you. Basically, um, we just wanted to preface that if you're in one of those situations, um, please call 1800 Respect or and, any yeah, of those seek resources, help. reach out to us and yep. we'll do anything we can do to help. Yeah, exactly. Podcast. Yeah, um, I was doing some research and I found some funny breakup lines and I just wanted to like break up with you with a few of those. Yay. And I'd like... <laughs> that's, 
That's the second time this year. <laughs> well, I just want to bring. I'm really excited for this. I'm like, this great. I've done this before. I'm trying to bring those emotions up, so maybe you're oh, a bit more good. riled up for oh, this no, that's episode. So good. I feel really in the mind space for this. <laughs> I'm very. This is actually. I'm very excited to break up with you today. Great. <laughs> Fantastic too. Oh, pick me up. All right. Is this over text again? Because I can't. No, I'm gonna do this in person. Oh god, in person. At least that's a step up from my last breakup. All right. Are you ready? Will I hear from you afterwards? Sorry, I'm getting really antsy now. I'm like, all your stuff that you left at mine, which is nothing actually. You've got more of my stuff. I'd like it back. No, all the stuff I have of his, he didn't bother with. Burn it. Good kindling for the fire. I did. Good. (laughs) Good. All right, I'm ready to break up with you. I'm feeling... Hey, so you wanted to talk? Hi, yeah, I really did want to talk with you today because, you know, hey, babe. Things have been a little rough lately. Yeah. I'd love to be able to communicate through it and I just want to really love you. Yeah, I just wanted to say that our relationship is like my financial situation. Broke. Oh. I mean... <laughs> wow, okay. But um, I'm happy, you know, to help you refinance this. No, no, no. I think we are in a tunnel because we're breaking up. But what, at some point you've got to come out of the tunnel. The tunnel goes along for eternity, unfortunately. Oh. Sorry, my phone's dying. We're in person. I can see that was a hand phone. <laughs> I've got one you'd really love. Oh. Hey, babe, are you the McDonald's ice cream machine? Because you just ain't working for me anymore. <laughs> they always eventually fix it. <laughs> Not here. (laughs) (laughs) No, Flurry's gone. And last but not least. Can't wait for another one. We need to cover more ground, so we should split up. But the buddy system's the safest. (laughs) I think I'll risk it. (laughs) (laughs) So now that I've broken up with you... Um, I'm feeling really good, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> but what led me to that? What led me to wanting to break up with Sarah? How do you notice when you're done? Oh, <laughs> I thought, like, I thought this episode we are doing is about breakups, not what Sarah's calls the breakups. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so do I, actually. That was a lot emotionally for me. Oh, for you! <laughs> yeah. That was a lot emotionally for you! <laughs> Honestly, those breakup lines were kinder than the dumping I got this year, so... That's what I mean. Thank you for that. Like, You're welcome. That actually was a healing. Honestly, that was healing. I'm glad. There was a reason there. Yeah. You're in a tunnel. Yeah, I'm what in a tunnel. You, what, what could you do? And the tunnel does conveniently go for eternity. Like, how can we change? We can't. Amen. Amen. That made no sense. That made no sense, I'm aware. But amen. But amen to that. (laughs) I feel pretty bad for breaking up up with you, but anyway. Anyway, the episode must continue, although we're broken up. 
So, um... Isn't this before the breakup? Yeah. This is before the breakup. But I just thought we'd do some funny breakup lines. So, in my own personal experience, when I feel like I want to break it off with someone... I generally, this is something that Sarah and I actually spoke a lot about when I was going through a breakup uh, two years ago. Um, I remember it quite distinctly. Are we talking when we were waiting for the water slide at Winter yep. World? Yep, yep. Uh, that's, that's imprinted. That's so imprinted. This, this com- imagine this conversation. You know how it is at like a theme park? We're at Wind Wild and the queue is taking like an hour each time. So we're getting into some really... Um, DMs. Yeah. When you're waiting for a water slide, why not? Why not? Why not have a DM? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Let everyone in the line listen to it. It's totally okay. Yeah, they all like chimed in and all Did that they? kind of. No. Oh, I was going to say. Just making it up. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, go, go for it. No, like I remember the conversation Sarah and I had, and she was like, when you know, you know. We had this conversation, I think, so many times before my breakup, we would be in the car on the way to, because we did a lot of adventurous stuff. That summer. That summer. Good summer. Good summer. Um, before COVID and all that kind of stuff. That was two years ago. Over two years ago. It wasn't before COVID. Wasn't it? It was like 2020, end of 2020. End of 2020. COVID was started. Oh, 20. I'm getting my timelines mixed I up. I think it was more like we were let out for the first time. And, and we were like... Every weekend and stuff, we're going to new places and doing things. But, but that's the thing is I personally wanted to spend more time with Sarah yeah, than I wanted to my boyfriend. Like I'd actively avoid him and be like, oh, sorry, I've got plans. I'm with Sarah. And I feel like that's a really big sign that you genuinely don't want to spend time with that person and you'd prefer to be with someone else. Mm. And, you know... And I feel like coming from the perspective of being dumped this year, mine was definitely out of the blue, but if I look back, I can definitely see, like, some little things kind of happening. Like like you said, looking... You know, it's good to know know what to notice that things might be going awry because um, he was, like, the same. He was, like... No longer wanting to put time aside for me, really. Mm. I was going through like the wor- one of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life at that time. Yeah. And, you know, I'd ask him to stay over because I just wanted to be held and he would be like, no, I'm too tired. Which is kind of like, and I don't necessarily like this term, but I see a lot, it, we all hear it. If he wanted to, he would. Like, I don't necessarily love that term, but in that regard. In general, it's yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because at the moment, like, in my current relationship, I don't even have to, like, beg or ask for, like... For the bare minimum. Well, for the bare minimum, period. But, like, he'll just be, like, at the end of the night, we haven't even discussed whether he's staying over. He's like, oh, I'm wondering if I should stay or go. And I'm like, you know you're welcome to stay. And he's like, should I just assume that I'm staying? I'm like, probably. But that kind of thing. It's like, it's not even a big ask to ask for someone to be like, hey, I'm not feeling comfortable at home or safe in my own bed alone. I would love for you to stay. But he... he... I mean, for me, like, obviously mine's a bit more of an extreme because I had been essayed by a random about two weeks before. About two or three weeks before he actually dumped me. So during that time, I was like, yeah, really hard. And I was needing him and he just completely pulled away. Yeah, which is very difficult. And like, 
I've got no words to describe how I Yeah, felt. but I feel like, so, when I talk about mine, there is a little bit of extremes in it, but, um... Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, when you're asking for something that you need in the relationship and they're just... Not because, you know, I'm not talking about you're like, oh, I wish you'd give me more flowers or some shit like that. If you're asking for those emotional things that you need and require, especially if there is something going on and they're pulling away or not actively choosing not to help you or meet them... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a problem. And, um, I just feel like where I just want to preface this to the listeners, Sarah and I are coming from two perspectives. I'm coming from someone that broke up with someone and she's coming from the perspective that she got broken up with, which neither is that pleasant. I will state that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that we're coming from two perspectives, which is great. It's enlightening. Yeah, like, I definitely, and, like, from my first relationship, I was the dumper, um, and, uh, you know, the same kind of thing. I remember we were going away for the weekend, I remember just feeling like, fuck, I don't want to go, and I, I didn't even, because it was my first relationship, yeah. and I was like, fuck, I don't even want to go, like, what is wrong with me? Mm. This isn't like me, and I got to when we were away, and it finally hit me. Yeah. When he was trying to hold me, I was like, I don't want him touching me. I just feel dumb. Yeah. I I was just like, fuck. That's what I mean because I got to the same stage where, like, physically I didn't want to be – I felt uncomfortable in their presence. Not in a I feel unsafe. It was like I've got, like, the ick. And, like, I'm like – I look so uncomfortable right now. (laughs) And I'm like, eh, eh." And I feel like we've got to listen to that because I know it's hard. Like, you may still love them and have that emotional, like – Feelings and in the relationship, and you know it's going to be hard to leave. But those physical signs that your body's giving you that you no longer want to be there, yeah, um, it means it's time to leave. It speaks volume. Yeah, yeah. um, Obviously, do it in your own time. You know, as soon as you you get that feeling, you don't have to be like, oh, oh, bye. Yeah, do it, do it when you're ready. But I know that. Even bringing There's no point trying to flog a dead horse. No, no point. There's a difference between a rough patch needing to work through things and physically just being done. I know. Isn't that so interesting? Because like I'm reflecting back, and it's like when you've had like an argument with the person, or you're like, oh, you know, am I gonna break up with them? Or you have a fight, and you're like, we should just break up. That's so different because your emotions. Yeah, there's so much passion. You're like, yeah, but I don't want to break up with you. And they're like, I don't want to break up with you. And it's like, well, why are we fighting? Whereas when you're done, nothing they say will change your mind. Or even then, and it's like you feel like you're going to miss them and stuff. And of course you are. Yeah. You've had this relationship. They've been your person. You know, generally that's the person you go to when shit's hard. When you have a great day, they're the person you call up and you tell the little things in your yeah. day. And, like, of course you're going to miss them and you get Oh, I that. did not miss that. I got it. I don't want to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Well, I, in my first relationship and even my last one, I and I still even miss that to this day. Like, something little will happen my day, but I'll just be sad that I can't call someone and be like, oh, I went to the pharmacy and the pharmacist was unhelpful. Yeah, have a laugh. Yeah. And it's those little things because, yeah, and that's why you need to lean on your friends um, in the lead up because it's going to be hard. It is. I was grateful. I had Sarah and her um, advice that she gave me, which we're now sharing with you, was just so helpful. And, like, 
I personally believe that even when your friend's like, oh, I, I didn't like him anyway and all this stuff or I don't like him, break up with him, it's only when you feel it within yourself that you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, like, coming from the perspective of, like, say if your friend started to sound like they're getting ready to leave, you can't push them out that door. No. Because then they feel like they don't have you to go to because it can take a little bit of time before the person's ready to make that move. Yeah. You know, because it is hard and it's horrible, especially first loves and all that kind of thing, which was your instance. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I kind of just gave the advice that you know within yourself when you're done and you've just got to come to the time when you're ready to make that decision or if you want to work on it then you need to put in the work yeah definitely like i didn't like the guy i was happy he was going to be gone but it wasn't the right thing it's not what you needed to hear yeah that's what i'm saying it's like when you're going through that you're going you're literally having battles with your brain um at the same time and hearing someone go oh just do it already and things like that not that i i don't remember anyone saying that but i did cop a lot of crap for my first boyfriend and it just doesn't help you because that's someone that you love and you're like but I love them so stop saying that you know I am trying to protect myself as much as any other person and all that kind of thing and it's like it's just not helpful so like thank you but I'll do it in my own time which Sarah was amazing during that for me yeah and I feel like um if your friend is going through that, you're only going to push them away from you if you yeah. try and force it because someone's got to be ready. And, yes, there comes a point where it's like, oh, my God, we've had this discussion for five months now. You ha- like, you're not enjoying anything about your boyfriend, but you still hang around. Like, yeah, you can say that as a friend, but generally in the initial time, you just got to leave people to have their time. But also just you can say it, but in a respectful way. Yeah, or say, hey, like... Are you happy? Had this conversation yeah. ten times... You know, more than ten times. You're gonna, you got When you're a friend, you know you're gonna have these conversations. A lot, times. yeah. And yeah. But say it's been going on for six months, and you're like, "Hey, I'm sorry. Mm. I love you, but I can't keep having this conversation. I, you know what your decision is, but you know, I'd respectfully ask that we could just not be talking about it all the time. Yeah, there isn't okay to put in boundaries. As there, well. it is okay, and I'm fairly sure, like even. I'm just trying to reflect back even you I feel like it's good when you ask someone like hey like you don't sound like you're enjoying this person's company like are you okay do you I need I remember saying that at the water slide being yeah like, you don't sound like you're actually happy like and I was like am I no but we knew that I was gonna time, have... no yeah. I remember though you were like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay I'm okay you can talk to me if if things change I remember just trying to be like yeah okay and then I was like it's I done. Like, I was like, she's saying yes, but everything else is saying no. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But then it ended up leading to that. Um, I found that um, a website, Relationships Australia, it's a government website, New South Wales, they stated eight signs when you know you're going to break up with someone. And I just, I know we've kind of touched on them a little bit, but I just wanted to share like a really good source. Yeah, I feel like, why don't we read a out and then we can go through them a little bit yeah 100 percent. so the eight signs that this website lists is no emotional connection communication breakdown aggressive or confrontational (laughs) (laughs) aggressive or confrontational communication there's no appeal to physical intimacy you don't trust them fantasizing about others 
Mm. 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 Um, not supporting each other. You can't imagine a future together. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, we've we've kind of stated a lot of these and I feel like we've really mainly touched on, like, the no emotional connection in terms of, like, you generally just kind of, like, dead. You're there and you're just like, why am I here? Yeah, 100%. Sometimes you may have that emotional connection. I usually find it's the physical or they start really annoying me. Yeah. Like, little things they do, I'm you're like, like, fuck, again? I'm- yeah, you're gonna you're like you're gonna lecture me about this again. Like, See, I long for not being with them. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait for you to leave. I genuinely can't I feel wait. Like, though, when you're in it, though, that feeling you don't even realize it's that. Yeah, you just feel this. Like, I feel like retrospectively, you could realize that. But sometimes when you're in the forest, as I like to say, you yeah, can't see the trees, and you don't realize that's quite what it is. You just feel like funky. Yeah, yeah. it's just like a, a feeling that it's hard to describe, but you literally just feel icky and you don't know why. And you're like, is it me? Am I the one? Am I um, the problem? I feel like the communication breakdown is a really good one. I yeah. feel like that's, you know, when you start to come to the end, the issues you're feeling, you don't even want to bother bringing them up. Yeah. You, you, you just like, uh. Discuss things that are bothering you or you start to sweep these issues you're feeling under the rug because... You, you just don't see a point. Yeah, because you're like, oh, uh, who cares? Yeah, and yeah. I feel like um, 100%. And then there's the no physical intimacy, which is one I want to go to, because that one was a big one for me when I was the dumper. Like, that feeling of not, like, because we had a really big friendship, a really good friendship. We had, like, I could still have conversations and be okay with that, but it was the physical side of it that I was so done with. I was yep. just like, absolutely not. There was no attraction left in that way. I, and I feel like that's a really good one, especially for me who... I don't want to say it on the podcast. Well, I want to say that I say like, I'm a sexual person, which we discussed in Sexual Fantasies. Yeah. Um, and I'm one for, you know getting down in the shoats or rustling the shoats um but i i mean i'm going to discuss this in the next episode of this series but like when you are getting <laughs> sorry i just realized we're on a podcast and i was cool at your <laughs> yeah wait well, on i was like sorry. <laughs> sorry your point was really good and Thank i just you. really no, that's all right. It's not your. It's not your fault. Well, it, is. it is your fault, but I will be able to pick it up. All right. So this is something I want to discuss probably in the next episode of this series. But the way you feel when you're getting down in the sheets and stuff is just so emotionally disconnected. <laughs> but that's all I'm. She a freak in the sheets, but not a freak when you're over it. Like you know what I mean. You're just kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. you'll be able to judge it because obviously yeah. some people, like, I know, we and we definitely want to touch on, like, um, in the future, like, on desire and, you know, there is definitely people that are more sexual than other people. Yeah. Um, Which so we... I feel like you yeah. can compare, like, that. And it's also, like, or even if your physical intimacy changes, like, rather than it being, like, you know, what you'd normally do, like, that connection you'd feel, it's just, like, you know, 
and I hate to say, you know, you hear people talk about like hate fucking and yeah, um, or hookup. But there's still desire in like, there, is there not? No. Nah, what are we talking oh, oh, about? I just hate, yeah, cause in hate, hate, yeah, it's like yeah. you just had a fight and you're like, oh, but I love like, you so much. Uh. Like when you're with a hookup and you're just like, I'm getting my O and leaving. And it's oh, but are you getting the O? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Maybe for you it turns into that rather than you know you wanna you know if you're someone that wants to pleasure your partner, maybe no longer actually giving a shit about that. It's, yeah, it's like oh, you know what? I'm here getting what I want and leaving. Whereas when you've got that intimacy between a partner, it's like about your needs and their needs. Mm-hmm. What do I want? What do you want? Let's meet in the middle. And it, with the yeah. That is, and it doesn't have to be sex at all. No, and it could be, you know, your sex life is there, but the holding and the kissing, you're like, yeah. Or it could be, you like the holding and kissing, but But, then going to sex is, so just like being aware of those kind of changes and what's happening. But even if you think about it, it's like even the emotionless in the sex. So like you've had sex, it's very dead. You guys are both dead. I feel like that's a good sign from, like, you know, the other perspective. Put a bag over their head and picture someone else. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying if someone's about to break up with me and in the bedroom it's just like, uh, uh, I'm done, and then it's like, you know, we don't have after-sex care or anything like that, I feel like it would be a sign to be like, hey, you okay? Are we okay? What's going on? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, like, talking about the don't trusting them, no trusting them, like they start to not be the person you go to about your emotions yeah and things like that and like well they're keeping something from you and you can feel it oh i don't remember what all the cheating <laughs> that's what <laughs> i mean you're like <laughs> <laughs> and i oop yeah <laughs> no um it's definitely like um coming from a dumpy yeah, I was a dumpy this mm. year. I was like, yeah. dumpy, dumpy, <laughs> <Yeah>. dump truck. <laughs> Bend over, dump truck. I got that dump truck. Oh, I may be dumped. <laughs> yeah, I may be a dump, but at least I've got a dump truck. I got a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like, talking about like, I feel like at that time, I was taught, I was like, I was still very in love. It's really complex to describe, it I is. feel like, that kind of little bit for me in the lead up to the breakup. I was so in love but so hurt at the time and so, like, why do I have to beg for you to support me during this time? Why do I have to beg you to understand that, yeah, I may be a little angrier or I may be, you know... Which is a, a lot. Bit over the place. Like, yeah. The first week I came back after the essay, it was like, who was there for me Um that but then <clears throat> after that like oh I hate taking myself back here yeah um, yeah and then I just remember like we had not talked over messages in like two days after a fight and I was just like putting my foot down because I was so hurt like you had gone through a lot and for ha- having someone who you love dearly so much like you loved him which is like a-okay to just let you down is just disgraceful yeah, I just really gone onto a wrong tangent but my point is is that <clears throat> he wasn't com- like I look back and you know the communication breakdown was happening you know I I still trusted him but it was very clear that 
there was a lot going on that he wasn't telling me. And yeah. I remember I had to show up at his house and be like, come on, talk about this with me. Or at least end it. Like, do something. For yeah. fuck's sake, do something. And he said, no, we're good. Like, we're fine. <sighs> but it didn't make a difference. Yeah, fuck you know, hell. I still went home by myself crying. Like, I just want you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, not being the person that they trust, not being the person that they call. I don't know. I feel like that one's complicated. It is a complicated one. Because you, I feel like I think that it's one's situation one you based. Realize, especially yeah. if you've got good friends around you, and you naturally tell a lot of your friends things that you would tell your partner. Um, I, I feel like um, you know that, or you, you feel like because I feel like when it's talking about that, I'm not like this isn't coming from a cheating. Perspective no, not necessarily. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're not the person you're calling when straight away, and they're not the person. You wanting to tell that gossip to? Or... That's literally my biggest sign, just myself, that I'm not feeling it. Um, is when I detach from that person and go seek whatever I want from someone else, which I'm going to talk about shortly. But another thing that um they stated was fantasizing about others, which is normal to fantasize, but it's just how much and how often. So like the frequency, who it's about. And, like, is there any I more mean, emotions? I personally was fantasizing. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that was a really big side. I was literally actively you. saying that I wanted to sleep with someone else. I think I definitely didn't cheat. No, no, no. Let no. me preface like, that. But it was emotionally. I think I feel emotionally cheating. Like, like, yeah. And I'd like to say that Georgie wasn't, like, messaging this guy or anything. But mentally, no. Like mentally, was I was like, checked out and looking elsewhere. Yeah, she was like, "This is the kind of guy I want." Want, and it's like, <laughs> well, you don't want to currently be with the guy that you're with, then. Yeah. If you currently like you over there, I, think I called you out for that a few. You times. did call me out for it. I'm like, if you're in a loving relationship where you're in love, you're not going. Oh, I want to have sex with this other person. Yeah, in that way, it was. I think it was more than sex, but anyway, was, yeah, yeah. It was like you were emotionally like. Fantasizing. Yeah, he meets needs that aren't being met. And I'm not talking sexual ones because I feel like some people, depending on the type of relationship you have, maybe that is for you like, oh, I kind of want to have sex with someone. Like at the time, like I was like, he is the dream man. At that time, obviously got to know him a bit more. He's everything my partner isn't. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And that's okay. Yeah. Obviously, I'm. We're not saying cheat because, and Georgie definitely did not. No, because I think I would have punched her in the head. Um, I would want you to punch me in the yeah. head. It's and not I, something that I. I mean, it's not something I stand I mean, if for. If you are cheating, um, I don't think we can say it's time to leave. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Is like if you're cheating and you don't want to be with a person, please just remove yourself and stop <laughs> stop hurting everyone around you. <laughs> and like, it's so funny because it happens to so many people, and I feel like this is a little bit of a tangent, but yeah, go for it. I still sometimes like feel like very alone with what happened to me and the cheating and things because i don't have answers as well like there's so much i don't know and have to assume um that i'm like there's so many people around you that have been through these things that have you know almost anyone even if you've been dumped even if your friends are the ones that have been dumped they can sympathise with these feelings. Like, yeah. So don't go through this alone. Definitely not. You need someone to bounce off. Yeah. Um, not supporting each other. Well, <laughs> that's a big one because I felt like 
what really brought me to the point of just a total brick wall with my past relationship was how much I supported that person, how much I had to beg for them to support me. And it just wasn't happening. And so I think it got to a point where I was like, do what the fuck you want with your life. I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And I feel like looking back on my ex, <laughs> clearly he wasn't supporting It's the same me. deal with you. You really put support, which is amazing. We, Sarah and I love... And we put it, we put in our all, and the other person just doesn't want to accept the help. Oh, it's not even that. But you helped me, him. Yeah, for me, ah! that I had um, helped him so much. That's what I'd I'm saying. Been there. I'd always been the support person yeah. in the relationship, and in my time of need, he wasn't there for me. I relate to this so heavily, and I'm sure so many of you guys do as well. But it's you go on. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting no, rolled up. No, no, it's I'm okay. getting so rolled up. I, I just feel like it's good to also look at these signs because you know, I sh- at the time I didn't I, I did, I was still very blindsided because I didn't really. Again, it's hard when you're in it because love is blind. Um, but yeah, if you see that there's no longer supporting you when or when you are asking for it, it's very clear that you need to go. They're probably mentally leaving the relationship. Yeah. And you can't imagine a future together, which is the last point that they bring up. Hey, that's a big one. Once that's a big to get one. To that point where you're like, actually, I don't think this is my person forever. Yeah. And it's okay if it takes you a little... Like, if you're in a, like, a relationship where, um, where you've been together a couple of months, maybe you don't know that. I'm, not, yeah. I'm usually... Um, I usually would get... I'm not someone that dates someone if I don't. Like officially, if I don't see a, a future, term. exactly. Because I'm like, what's yeah. what's my point of like? That's what I mean. But, so some people will be in relationships where they know they're not their forever person, and the other person. But why knows, waste okay. each other's time? No, I'm sorry. I'm getting. I'm. Now that's a personal. That's a personal thing. thing. I'm just getting a little bit riled up over here. I feel like because some people aren't comfortable with being single, and that's. Oh, I hate that. That's an, that's another episode for another day. Yeah, but I, I really would like. To I just wanted on. to. Sh- sorry to interrupt. Um, I just wanted to share just with the can't imagine a future together. I felt I had internal monologues during this time where I was like, "Look, you're good enough," and then I was like, "Hang on, how old am I? Why am I settling? Why am I settling to just be content?" So I don't like the word content well, because I of that. Content because I feel like at some point it feels easier to stay in it. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're going to be way less happy in the long term. Short term, it feels easier. Yeah, and definitely like even kind of like I was starting to feel like maybe this isn't my person, but I wasn't like there yet. And I know that feeling of like you know, with my first ex, weird like even <laughs> so weird, but. We even picked out exactly what kind of clothes pegs we like to use on clotheslines for when we moved out together. That's very sweet, and, though. And like a joke, he got me a bag of clothes pegs. Oh, that's so sweet, for, though. Yeah, it's like our first ex. And, yeah. And then it kind of came to the point where I was like, I mean, we were younger, so clothes pegs over choosing rings. But like with my next ex, you know, I was kind of like, I don't think I'd say yes now if he proposed to me. Yeah. You know. Um, and I feel like that's a really big thing to reflect on because that's a big shift. And, yeah. I feel, and it's a, not a fun one because at that point you may still be in love with them yeah. and not ready. But, yeah, I feel like definitely. that's definitely a really big one. Um, they did provide a, like, a where-to from here, um, which I thought was cool. It was like a 
If the trouble between us could change, do I still love, trust and respect my partner? Is there still something important between us? So maybe just reflect on that for a second. Yeah, and I feel like, of course, we're not talking about rough patches because there's a difference in a rough patch because you want to make it work. Yeah. You, not just because, oh, but I loved this person. I, you know, they've been so good to me. It's that you're in love with them. You, you see the future that, you know, there's you know potential there but it's which is different to when you start to lead up to a breakup it's like you're really basing it on the history and that oh but then my but like how can I be single yeah you're more focusing on those things rather than the actual person and loving them and wanting it to work with them yeah it's the scariness of being alone and stuff that usually stops you oh so frustrating but as we said a conversation for another day now, we wanted to talk about, like, leaving the relationship while in the relationship. Which I feel like a lot of people do. They yes. mentally check out, and they, which is why a lot of this stuff starts to happen. Yeah. But not even about that. It's just the way that being in a romantic love is, like, strong and convince you to be happy when you're actually in an unfulfilling and unhappy relationship. Yeah. Um, because of um, dopamine. And the chemicals can overlook... It's a horrendous explanation. No, but it's... So it's basically what we were saying before where it's like your friends can tell how bloody unhappy you are, how it's a shit relationship, blah, 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 blah. But you're like, I'm in love. It's it's literally just the chemicals in your brain. It just skews your logic and you're like, logically, why am I with this person? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just looking what else there is to say but like I feel like um you know if other people aren't supporting the relationship because of your happiness and they like the people around you that are close will know often before you even realize that you don't want to be there anymore because they can tell by the shift in the way you talk about this person the shift in the way that you want to spend time with this person the issues that start popping up you know, I feel like that was a big one for you. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just kind of, we've already, like, touched on this. It's just kind of like when your needs aren't getting met um, just in general, could be support and all that kind of stuff, you go and seek it from someone else. And something, if you're thinking about some things, I'll share them, it's probably not a good sign. <laughs> the truth about where you're at in life you need to think about it irrespective of the relationship which is what I had to do I was like how old am I do I really see this person yeah and like um thinking about long term is this actually gonna make me happy yeah am I actually okay with spending the rest of my life like this yeah you're not and it's just it's just taking that leap because it's scary it's horrible even if you're the dumper it feels horrible yes alone and you're gonna cry and that's just unfortunately what happens in the short term. Not um, even yeah, not even that. It's the whole kind of like if you had to be with this person in the here and now and the same. So let's say they're treating you this way, and you're you've got to pretend that that's exactly how they're going to be. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, does this make me happy? No, no, doesn't. No. That's <gasps> uh, <laughs> right. Oh. My nose is all blocked from the nosebleed I had last night. Oh, God. Did you see? Did I see any of the Yeah, you did. I was like, it's really happening. 
Um, and what you can lose or gain from leaving the relationship, personally. Because always, there are going to be losses. They are. Mine was the family. I loved his family so much. I was end up, I ended up spending more time with them than I did him towards the end because he was off gaming and didn't want a bar of me. So I was off with like his family all the time. And so I felt that was a huge loss. So I had to not only lose him. I also had to lose his family yeah, and that was a lot for me. Oh, it's heartbreaking. And like the other thing is like I feel like a lot of people feel like but I've spent this much time in this relationship. I've put all this effort in. You know, we have all this history. Like I don't want to lose all that. That's wasted time. It's not. You're, you know, it is wasted time knowing that you don't want to be there. Yeah. And staying because <laughs> of history, of because time that's already passed. Definitely. Because it's all learning. And, like, I feel like, especially if you can have an as amicable a breakup as possible, you know, you'll actually look back on those memories fondly. You know what I mean? Like, I look that's at what my I mean. first ex and I have... As so time's I passed. I would never... T- yeah, I would never talk shit about him now, especially after a proper terrible breakup. I'm like, oh... You know what? <laughs> that was actually pretty okay. No, nah, I would and, still talk shit about my ex. Oh, yeah, but that's different. Just in, like, the little things, like the way he used to treat me. And the I Actually, to be fair, I get riled up because I was like, why did I stay with this for so long when he was treating me like a piece of shit? He wouldn't talk to me. He'd ignore me. He never wanted to actively speak to me. He bought a diary for me <laughs> so that he didn't have to hear about my day in which I talked shit about him in the diary and then gave it back to him when we broke up because <laughs> I'm an evil bitch. Um, that's what I mean. It's that like, was like probably the most iconic move. That was. <laughs> but like when you learn more, like I believe that things happen for a reason and me breaking up with him and that kind of thing. I look at who I've become today and how much of more of an icon I am. And I think back and I'm kind of grateful because I would, I've learned more about myself. And for example, I know that my love language is quality time and that's something that he didn't give me. So I'm going to go find someone that wants to spend quality time with me. 100%. And I feel like that um, a big one that you kind of mentioned because the diary thing none of us knew about until no and i think if you're starting to hide things from your friends yeah no they're not gonna be okay with yeah that's a big sign that it might be time to leave Mm. and i'm not talking about if you're private about your sex life or things like that i'm talking about if your partner gives you a diary to write it because he doesn't want to hear about your day and you're not going to tell your friends that because obviously it's you know it's terrible. Why would <laughs> I'm looking back and I was like, that relationship was so toxic because he was never interested in, like, telling me about his day and blah, 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 blah. There was so much mistrust. Because, like, we even had Life360 because he'd never, like, message me saying, like, I'm leaving now or he would never communicate with me. And I'm like, so what are you doing and what are you up to? Like, hello, I'm your partner. Like, don't you want to share these things with me? And we fell into such a toxic space. So I'm, like, really glad that he can go thrive over there. I can thrive over here with the podcast. And um, I will happily never see him again. Um, But that's what I mean. It's just, like, we weren't right for each other. And that's okay. It is okay. Um, So women versus men. Um, so most research actually showed us that women experience more over. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so comparing the way that men and women, and then we're talking about cis straight people. Yes. Um, 
that most research shows that the woman in the offered experiences more emotional distress through a breakup because they are said to be more invested emotionally. Yeah. For men specifically, depending on their part in the breakup, they can be quite distraught too, but often that's a delayed... Yeah, we'll go into it a little bit more. That's just kind of like an overview about what research shows. But, yeah, it's trying to show to our female listeners that prior to the breakup, you're probably going to struggle more. I saw this. We'll talk about it in a second in terms of the time frame and wanting to get back together and stuff. But it's just the fact that really in essence that females process their emotionally emotional fuck women's women give me two seconds women process their emotions more thoroughly and so I'll go seek help from Sarah so I had a lot of input emotionally when I was going through my breakup and you even did you were crying to me on the phone when you just left house oh beep his name out you know what I'm saying? We su- we get we try and seek support, although it's still lonely and you still go through it. Women try and like go well, and seek help. Women get rough. Yeah. Women are more likely to seek outside support from the like outside of their relationship. Yeah. Um, than men are. Yeah. Um, and that's why you'll find that men often, before they leave, they become very distant. You yeah. Know, they because they're struggling to process it. They're avoiding it. They don't want to deal with the emotions um, that come with it. And Definitely, often, I agree. Often, you know, if you're being dumped, they'll, they'll become very distant. You won't really know what's happening. You Like, say for me, and I know this would be the case for a lot of women, the guy will kind of mentally leave it and once he's, you know, ready to handle it, he'll dump you. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, obviously that's another bigger conversation for the different tools men and women are given mm. in life through the systems that, the structural systems that yep. are in place in our society. Definitely. Um, but in general, for a woman, you know, um, you're more likely to try and talk and reason it out while a man will avoid it until he's ready to cut the ties. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I just want to just say one, like another thing, just kind of like... I'm so blocked up. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just saw this, um, my great source of TikTok that basically said that, like, if you're a woman breaking up with a guy, you generally process the breakup before you kind of go through it. And I kind of felt that in my soul. Like, you really go through it. Like, I was going to his house crying and I really just wanted it over with that by the time it happened, obviously it was still a lot because someone that's been in your life, but it was more of a feeling of relief because I had processed all some other negative emotions with friends, with family, by myself and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I feel like um, a lot of, and I think a big thing for women as well, though, when they start to think about leaving is the fact that they are scared to be alone, Yeah. scared to be single. But if that's your reason for staying, that that's not a good enough reason, truly. You need to, and you may not have the tools at the time that you leave, but you will gr- grow and gain the tools listen to podcasts, read books yeah. about learning to love yourself. And I know that's like... Eh, that's no, because I like, got into self-care books so much last year and I'm a better person because of it. Like, look at me now. <laughs> I'm unstoppable. 
It just asked. Untouchable, untouchable. No, but definitely like you need to spend that time. Uh, allow yourself to know that you do. Ha- you will if you don't have the tools. You'll be able to learn the tools to love being single and love spending time with yourself and focus on the relationships that actually benefit you in your life. Definitely. There's so many other relationships, and if you're staying because you're scared to be single, that's not the. That's not a good enough reason. No, not my opinion either. And, uh, and it's horrible to say, but it's not a good enough reason. It's Someone not. else will love you. Other people love you already. The other friendships and family that you have in your life. Definitely. Um, and you know. Being in a relationship where you're unhappy is really not conducive. Yeah. is the way to put it. It's not worth it. It's not going to make you happy in the long term. Definitely. I 100% agree. Um, I just want to say me and, Sarah have got, me and Sarah have some big sister advice. You know when you're ready. And babes, do some fucking self-reflection. I feel like that's the best thing. Just have reflect. Look, reflect. Look deep down. Buy a diary or don't. <laughs> and write your, give it to him. <laughs> and give it, write all the reasons. Give it to him. <laughs> that was such no. a savage move. Just uh, take a breath. Yeah, look, you need to reflect. Yeah. Think about why you're, st- when you start to have those feelings, you need to think about why you're staying. Yeah. Is it because you truly do love your partner and you want to make it work and you feel that, that it's just a thing that are happening and it's a rough patch that yep. needs change? Or are you truly done? Like you've tried to communicate it, it's not working. You're not. You're starting to withdraw. All the things that we've discussed. Um, you need to sit back and think about it because it's a hard, horrible thing to have to do. But long term, you'll be so much happier. happier. Like I, if you asked me this during the relationship, I would have had such a different mindset. And now I'm so happy in my own company that, or even with just the friends around me that love me so much. And now I'm not single anymore, but still, I'm still happy. I was single for two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was single for two years and I was happy. 100%. Anyway, I hope this helps. Yeah, we hope it helps. Um, so there'll be, this is a three-part series we'll be yep. doing before the breakup, which was today, during the breakup, and then after the breakup. Um, and, yeah. On I that hope- note. On that note, remember, stay disgraceful. Disgraceful, the podcast is hosted by Sarah and Georgie, edited by G. Wilson. If you want to hear more from Disgraceful the Podcast, follow us and give us five stars wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more content at Disgraceful the Podcast.